Testing, testing, one, two, three. Testing, testing, one, two, three. We are on the air. This is Thesis. I mean, the Persian Empire's army was so big, they would dry out the rivers. But Herodotus says that in his, in his book, when, when all my life, growing up, through the 80s, all I remember being taught at school is that we should be colorblind. But now it seems like these people that call themselves progressives are looking back past the civil rights to where now I should care about what skin color I am or the other person is. Educate yourself, open your eyes. Don't be led around like sheep or cattle. Government will always push its boundaries, no matter who is in charge. Today's show, I wanted to talk about a little bit about uh, like legalization and things like that. When markets get saturated, only the strong survive. We see the crossover from what religion teaches us about behaviors, and we can see the proof in the science. I'm not scared of the virus. I'm not scared of the pandemic. You know why? Because I know that there is something greater than all of this. This is Thesis. Everything is everything. I am your host, Jay Marie. Three, two, one, we are on the air. This is Thesis. Everything is everything. I am your host, Jay Marie, coming to you live from the Devil's Nutsack. Good Lord, it's 103 degrees in North Texas today, and uh, it's like, um, feels like your body's on fire if you're outside, which I am, but I'm in the shade. So it's like 96 degrees in the shade, eh? Oh, y'all don't know nothing about that. Welcome to the show. Thank you for being with us and checking in with us today. I hope you are well. Hope you're well. Hope you are safe and healthy and all of that good stuff. <clears throat> it's there. So, you know, I've I spent my day today. Um, I took a day off from from working out or running today. I had a pretty good day yesterday and figured I can rest today. We're expecting some rain anyway, so I was like, okay, I mean, it's a thousand degrees and then it's going to rain, so pretty limited to <laughs> to what you can do. So I've been reading. I was, um, I've been thinking about, a lot about this lately. You know, um, I, you know, I, I read a lot of philosophy and stuff, but, um, there's also, um, I, what's, what's, I guess would be considered like political philosophy, um, which is basically, you know, people like Frederick Bastiat or John Stuart Mill, John Locke, <clears throat> you know, those type of, uh, those type of people that I'm reading, uh, the law of Frederick Bastiat, he, he had, it was a, a group of, um, he had these essays that he wrote, that he composed, um, and he lived during the, uh, French Revolution, so it was like, well, one, <laughs> one of the French Revolutions, uh, which was in the mid 1800s or something like that, and he was just trying to, you know, talk to the people. Uh, he was trying to be a voice of sanity and reason, you know, because at that time stuff was going crazy with the uprisings and the and whatever was going on. And he was trying to bring sanity by writing these essays, kind of reminding people what the law is about, what the law is for, you know. And he breaks down on how how the law is supposed to protect your property and you and your life and, you know, these things. And we're going to get into that. Um, and then, you know, John Stuart Mill, uh, John Stuart Mill, he he, um, he lived in the, um, forgive me, I, 
<clears throat> I had it. I believe it was in the mid 1800s also. Uh, yeah, around 18, 1850s, right? Uh, is when they uh, 1859 is when they published uh, on liberty. But he has some. He has different books um, that they published, and also on liberty, he explains what is liberty, you know, and and kind of sort of oh, what Frederick Bastiat was getting into about the law and stuff, but. Well, see, when we think of the law, it, it, it's broader than, than a rule, right? Because when we think of, let's say, like the Constitution, which is like, it's the governing document, right? The Constitution is, for the lack of a better term, law. You know, because it sets the standards of how this government is, is supposed to work and the dividing the powers and this and that, right? Este, so, so, uh, uh, Bastiat goes a little more into the law, but and 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 John Stuart Mill also does. But see, they they kind of, even though they're from different schools of thought, este, they 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 reach the same conclusion. See, and of course, if if they're they're um they were contemporaries of each other, let's say, they lived around the same time. So so you know it it wouldn't be it wouldn't be to, it wouldn't be a, a bad guess to say that maybe they, they knew each other, not knew each other, but knew of each other and had read each other's writings and those type of things, you know. Because even then, even then, I mean, information traveled slow, but, 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 but people of influence like these, like these people, you know, um, um, their, their, their essays, their speeches and all that, their books and writings and stuff did get around to other influencers, let's say like here in America, see? Este, and, and they all, uh, I was saying, so, so they, they, once they dig in and they all, they all kind of point to natural law. Philosophers throughout history from Socrates and Plato and Cicero, you know, into, into all the different ages from, uh, of, of, of time, and all different areas of, of the earth, right? All different territories and civilizations. There's always been like these wise men that had tried to figure these things out, you know, in some ways in modern thinking. And see, this is why more and more I'm not starting, I don't like the word religion because we have this um, pre-notion, uh, what is it? Um, you know, we have this notion of what religion is, right? But as I dig into these things and I started think, uh, looking at all these different things, you know, the religion, the word religion kind of blocks, it, 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 it taints, it taints um, about where a lot of this information comes from. So, you know, through the scholars in different types of religion, from the Jews, uh, you know, from the Jewish people to the Christians, the Persians, all, all throughout history, the Romans, Greeks, all over the place, have always tried to find and 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 many have like through through enlightenment through you know um meditation through prayer whatever it is that they they've they've come to these conclusions of let's say natural rights human rights you know some some of the people wrote it as god says right like for instance when we look at the 10 commandments the these ten commandments come from a story that is in the in the Bible, in the Hebrew Bible, and in the Christian Bible, uh, and probably um, in the. I am not too familiar with Islam. I I should 
study it more uh so I'll, i don't know if that's in there but anyhow the concept of these let's say the ten commandments right when you read them they seem to be like a revelation i mean see and here's where the story here's here's where the taint that i was talking about comes in earlier is um because the story, the way the story goes, the Moses goes in the mountain and God spoke to him and God revealed to him and boom, gave him these, these Ten Commandments, right? And he brought it down to the people. However, the story is told and there's different ways that it could be interpreted. But overall, if we just kind of back away a little bit, right? And we look at everything uh, in a general sense, these, these, these Ten Rules seem to have been revealed to him, like an aha moment, right? Um, you know, the do not kill, um, do not steal, and, you know, those those kind of rules are, are seem to be of a fundamental nature, you know. In order for society to survive, we should follow these basic rules. Let's not murder each other, right? Because the, the, one of the commandments is thou shalt not murder, right? That's pretty logical. That's really logical. That's, hey, I think... I think we can all agree on that. Um, as far as war and stuff like that, then that's a whole different story. But if if society wants to sur survive, you know, maybe we shouldn't be sleeping with each other's wives, right? Right? That's adultery, right? Adultery and and coveting thy neighbor's wife or whatever, right? That seems pretty also. So see, these rules seem to be. Of a fundamental, natural law sense, even if you look at them. You know, when it comes to, like, for instance, the first one, I think is, uh, <laughs> see, my bad. But it's something like honor your God, right? Uh, your own, uh, thy God, one and only God, or something. Forgive me for not memorizing it. But anyhow, it depends on what, what one's concept of God is or whatever. And I can get into a whole detail, but if you... You know, if you listen to some of the older shows, you might get an idea of what my concept of what God is, right? Uh, but see, these these rules seem to be of a net of a natural, you know, of a natural thing, you know, survival of of society, the the uh, um, you know to make sure that society survives and that we can that it, and and see and 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 these rules were for not and see. Hold them up. So now we've adopted these rules as, as society in whole. But at that time, when Moses had these rules, he it was just for the Jewish people. The Jewish people said, okay, we need to survive. All right, we're in the desert, whatever the fuck. We were slaves. We're escaping. We need to fucking survive because we've been in some shit. So how do we survive? Through wisdom, you know, Moses. It was revealed through him. Hey, we need to follow these these rules right here. These rules will help. It's a start. Yeah. Hey guys, we're fucking up. How about we we all agree to follow these rules here, and then whatever, right? So law itself is of a. It seems it's it's like if you if you. That's the thing about this. You gotta remove. You gotta remove yourself. You gotta see things in a general sense. You gotta step back. You know, so where you can see these things like natural nature will show you these things if you seek if you search for them nature will show you these things <clears throat> so law um law is necessary in order for 
society, civilization to continue. You know, when John Stuart Mill and John Locke, they break down like the treaties, you know, even Plato in the Republic, uh, Socrates in Plato's Republic, talks about how, how, how people come together. You know, because when you think about it, when you think about it, how does a town get created or a city or whatever, and you break it down to its most fundamental structures, and Plato does this in the Republic. You know, well, okay, well, what do we need? You know, well, we need, uh, we need, a, we need food, so we're going to need a farmer or two. We're going to need cattle, right? We're going to need a rancher, okay? Then we're going to need someone who can build shel- uh, shelter. So see, as you add, you start looking. So then the most simplest village in nature will show you that in order for people to live together, they come to certain agreements about how they treat each other. And uh, and then how they elect an an elder or how the elders whoever makes the rules or whatever. But see, there's there's a common uh, behavior even in in nature in in tribes in in uh, Brazil or in the in the rainforest or wherever you find uh, uh, people right uh, that live in the wild or whatever. There's these these or this 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 t h i s order that they even follow in 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 civilizations that are far removed from technology and city and everything, right? So law is something of a, of a na- natural thing. Now, law can be abused. Uh, Frederick Bastiat, as a matter of fact, what I'll do in the link, uh, I'll put some links in the description for the audio books um, of the law, Frederick Bastiat, because he explains how law can also be used to do the opposite of what it's supposed to do because look when we come together right in a natural sense when the farmer and the cattle guy and the builder the shelter and all these um este, we need to agree on certain behaviors right uh but as governments grow as as this as these cities grow as this population grows and then people start going into different types of governmental structures democracies or whatever they decide to do Law can be uh, transformed to what it was supposed to do, which is basically protect you, right? Because if we break everything down, down to the fundamental ideals and principles, law is meant to protect you and your property. So, so John Stuart Mill and John Locke, like, um, and even uh, Bastiat, and, and like how we'd have it in the, uh, in the, is it the Declaration of the Independence, right? Uh, life, liberty. And we put the pursuit of happiness, but life, liberty, and property is what John Stuart Mill was saying. You know, this is what governments are meant to do is protect your life, your liberty, and your property. So we develop, as as societies come together, we develop rules and laws to do that. Hey, if you break into my house, you'll get arrested, you'll be charged with burglary, and there's penalties. We as a society agree on these penalties through our um, through our elected officials over time that says, okay, yeah, if somebody breaks in, I think we should, you know, it's punishable by one year in prison or whatever, right? That's what law is about, to protect you. <clears throat> you know, um, the, the justice system is, is very uh, per, um, peculiar in America because, you know, and, and and throughout the Western world is similar, but but you know 
it's like the law even protects the criminal. And that's important. Even, even, I mean, that's important for society to, to, to continue even, you know, because, um, rule of law, I'm sorry, um, mob rule, you know, that is, is not a way a society cannot function with mob rule. And, you know, you start, you kind of start seeing some of that stuff in, in, in society today with whatever's going on on TV. Uh, and, and, you know, in, in a riot, like for instance, a riot is a, is a, is a good example of what mob rule is. You can't stop that mob of people when it's, when it's acting as a group, a united group. If there's a hundred people, 200 people, and they're ransacking the, down the street, it's going to be very hard to, to stop it. The regular person can't stop it. It has to be, be met with equal or overwhelming force, right? Um, but the flow of that, of that mob rule, there is no negotiating with it. There is no, um, you know, uh, um, debating with it. it it's, a, it's a force uh, in and of itself, right? It's just, so that's why we have rules and laws, you know, because... Those type of things, society doesn't function correctly if mob rules. And we're starting to see certain certain things in our society today, like with the whole, you know, these these terms, I mean, they're useful, right? You know, oh, here he goes. Look, these terms are useful, like the whole cancel culture thing or call outs uh, or, or what is the other one, doxing people, you know? It's, the, it's very dangerous. Okay, the call out culture, the cancel culture and all that, it's basically mob rule. Uh, you know, what, what the mob on Twitter, let's say, uh, or on, on I, I guess that Twitter is probably the thing that has the most pull. So, you know, if, if you have a Twitter mob against you, I mean, yeah, it, it's pretty much a wrap unless you have some balls and you're going to stand up to the mob. But see, that behavior too, then... Spons, you know, whatever it may be, right? But let's use examples, you know, a sports figure or whoever says something and, oh, look at this. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then they get their sponsorships taken and, 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 and their shows canceled or whatever <clears throat> because they didn't think the way they were supposed to or something like that. So the mob, the mob comes after them. And like I said earlier, just as is when it's happening on the street. That mob can't be <clears throat> reasoned with. It can't be, uh, you know, debated with. It's, 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 it is what it is. It's a force un, in and of itself. Okay. Now, why am I saying all of this stuff? Well, we're, we're getting there. <laughs> the law is important because the mob, um, let's say, here's another thing. So I, I'll, I'll say the word anarchy. Um, but in, in its general, in its generic sense, just anarchy, no law, right? There's madre, everything's going crazy, right? Because we can't have anarchy. In anarchy, your property, your, your life, liberty, and property don't matter. Because that mob is a force in and of itself, which you can't reason with, you know, Right? So these things work in if we can, they translate in in in, in metaphorical well, metaphorical ways, 
but also we can look at images as of stuff that has happened in recent times to show us the image of what we're talking about, right? These properties that got looted, and it's happening over and over. I mean, just search, Google it, put on your evening news probably. I mean, I don't watch TV, so I have no clue what they're, what they're reporting on on the cable news. I don't care, but you can find it, right? People, these stores that are being burned and looted or whatever, this is people's property. It belongs to somebody. Oh, but they're corporations. Corporations are made out of people who invested their money, regular folks sometimes, you know, the workers even, if they have profit sharing, you know, that belongs to someone or to a group of people. Well, they're insured. Oh, okay, so that makes it okay then. Even, let's say, government buildings. That's your property. That's like burning your own fucking house down. Those statues that are on federal property that you're breaking, it's like you're tearing up your own house. Because a lot of that stuff is taxpayer funded. Even state uh, statues or memorials or whatever, that comes from you. You, you're breaking your own stuff. Go in your room, smash your TV. Yeah? The mob rule. If there was... Dang it, see? Let's ask the question. How could that have been stopped? When uh, those hundreds or whatever amount of people, thousands of amount of people were ransacking different parts of whatever city, right? How, how could that have been stopped? People tried. They got their asses kicked. One lady got, you know, she was the only one that uh, some old lady, white lady, tried to stand there and, and reason with the mob. She was covered in paint and mace and everything by the, by the time anybody even came up to her defense. Her life was in danger. Nobody was protecting her life. The people who get their heads bashed in when the mob is going around doing whatever they do, there was no protection for their life. Law and order is very, very important. So we get to what's happening today. You hear a lot about defund the police, and all, the, <clears throat> all this stuff, you know, you sure you've heard about uh, what's going on in Portland, right? Is it Portland or wherever the fuck? And then I want to play some for you guys uh, so you can hear uh, what's going on on the ground there in, uh, in Portland or Seattle, whichever one it is. I can't remember. They're both. Anyhow, we, um, we want to, cause, cause see, look. <laughs> Law and order is important, okay? People's property need to be protected. People's lives need to be protected. Government buildings need to be protected. There is no... Um, reason, I mean, it's because reason is not a good word. Uh, there is no justification 
for what is going on in these cities throughout the country. Okay? I don't care if in their mind they're standing up for, for you know, BLM or people who got shot by cops or whatever the hell. There's no justification for trampling on other people's liberties with your liberty. See, I brought it up last time, and Sonia pointed it out. And, and yes, your li my liberties end where yours begin. You know, I, I talked about that before. When you push me, when you shove me, when you break the window of my car, when you throw something at me to injure me, you have uh, surrendered your liberty. And see, and it comes in, it comes in, in levels. Because if, if you, see, dang it, here's the thing. If you throw a rock at my car, and it's a big rock, you know, like a size of a plum or something, and, and you throw it with enough speed, that thing could be coming at somebody's head, you know, at God knows how fast, and God knows how much force. It's going to go right through that window, and it can cause some serious damage. So at that moment, when that person threw that rock with the intention of smashing that window with, the, with someone in it, they forfeited their right to live. His rights end where mine begin. So let's say I'm the guy in the car. I see him. He has a big-ass rock. He chunks it. Shit. I fucking get down, and it comes right through my driver's side window. I got lucky. I pull out my strap, and I fucking put a couple in his ass. And if he dies, fuck his mother. You know why? Because he, uh, he, relinquished, he relinquished his right to live when he decided to throw that rock. If he was being stupid because he was just part of the mob, hey, fuck you. Fuck you, man. I hope you learned your lesson. And if you're dead, there's no way you can fucking learn your lesson. That's why mob behavior is very dangerous. Not just for society, but for your dumb bitch ass. For your ass out there who's throwing rocks. For your ass out there who's starting fires and breaking and looting. Because if... So, see, we're looking at things hypothetical. <laughs> and see, one of the guys said... Uh, and see... Anyhow. The person who that store belongs to... So, this is not a hypothetical. The person who that store belongs to has every right to defend his property. Just as me in the car with the rock and the whatever... I have that my right to defend, and it's not about property at that point. It's not about oh, you hit my car with a rock. Okay, if he if he was standing next to my car and he had a, a stick and he starts hitting my car, okay, I won't smoke him. You know, I'll maybe let one off in the air as a warning shot, right? Something like that. So see, there's the different levels, right? So at that point, he hasn't forfeited his life when he starts hitting my car with a with a stick, let's say. Uh, uh but. He did cross that line to where I can cross the same amount of line, right? I can punch him in his face, right? Not because I'm protecting, I mean, no, yeah, I'm protecting my property. <laughs> and it's because, see, that's the thing. This is nature. This is nature. This is how things happen. This is how things work. This is how nature shows itself to us. And then in a, in, a civil, in a civilized society, then we make laws to reflect what nature does. Now, Frederick Bastiat, I, was, <laughs> I lost track there, but Frederick Bastiat says that laws can be used uh, to, to, to uh, 
uh, opposite of what they supposed to do, you know. So instead of protecting your life, you know, li uh, life, liberty, and, and property, este, they are actually doing the opposite. And, you know, and history has shown throughout examples of, of those type of things, you know. Um, I don't know the United States Code too much, but older laws, you know, they... Anyhow, when a law is intended to do certain things, but they can also be... Uh, laws can also do the opposite of what they... What a law, in quotes, in general, is supposed to do. See? Like, for instance, in the Soviet Union, y'all know I love the Soviet Union, man, I was in it. I was in it all week in the Soviet Union. <sighs> but they would write laws... Uh, that would say, for instance, you know, the anti-revolutionary activity. You can be arrested and given 10 years for what, what was called anti-revolutionary activity, which in translation can be <laughs> pretty much anything they wanted it to be, right? Uh, but mainly stuff like speaking up against the party or the government. That was considered anti-revolutionary and was punishable with 10 years in prison. So we're here in America have the, the idea and the concept of freedom of speech where I can say, hey, fuck Trump. This nigga right here, orange man, whatever, right? I can say that and not worry about the stormtroopers coming to, to my house. Now, there is a line that you will be investigated if you say certain things about, let's say, the president or, or, or mem uh, members of of um, of the government that you will be investigated as a threat you know but see for the most part people can say stuff about the president about our leaders and whatever we have freedom of we have freedom of speech right and and it's protected by our fundamental governing document the constitution which is the law of the land freedom of speech is the law of the land freedom of religion is the law of the land right same with the guns and everything. Um, so in Soviet in Soviet Union, if I were to say, "Hey man, fuck, fuck Stalin, that nigga right there," whatever, bro, trust me, there's you, oh, you'll have a knock on your door within hours, and they will drag you away. Well, how do you know within hours? Because if some. It, it was very rare to trust anyone, even within your family or, or, or people who lived in your communa, you know, in, in your little commune or area or whatever, apartment building or whatever, right? <clears throat> because people would snitch on each other for political points. Some were, some were assigned to be snitches. Others wanted to, to, to show like political, like, man, if I snitch on this guy, he said, fuck Stalin, I'm a snitch on him. I'll get points, you know? They thought they would get like political points, and in some ways they would, but in those times, anything, anything went, you know, anything goes. So you say, fuck Stalin. Hey, my, my homeboy, he said, fuck Stalin. Oh, yeah? Okay, who is it? This guy right here. All right, we'll be right there. Dude, I swear to God. This shit is, this, this shit is all, um, it's all written. It's all documented. I mean, dude, since the Soviet, uh, since the Soviet Union fell, uh, the books and everything about, uh, everything the way they used to do stuff um it's just it, it's remarkable it's crazy
We're going to come back to that. Oh, I hope I remember because I want to get into this real quick. So law and order is important, right? That's why I'm talking about these things. And law is supposed to do a certain thing. So real quick, let me wrap up the Soviet Union thing. So see, they wrote a law that says anti-revolutionary activity can be punishable by 10 years in prison. So if I say, fuck Stalin, I'm going to jail for 10 years. If maybe they might deem me more dangerous and, and, and um, you know, people will get executed for shit like this, man. Okay, so the folks that are crying... Just a quick note, the folks that are crying in America right now about, about fascism or authoritarianism, they have no clue. They have no clue. But anyway, the law in that case is doing the opposite of what it's supposed to do. Because in the natural sense, you can speak without punishment. And let, you know, now in society, if you threaten somebody's family with, you know, injury, then that can be punishable, you know. It'll be a reasonable punishment. You know, whatever. But pero in, in, in the Soviet Union, speaking was punishable with jail time. Right? So in that case, in that instance there, the law is doing the opposite of what it's supposed to do, which is what Frederick Bastiat talks about in the law. Okay? So now, going back to law and order. What's going on in, in these cities with the riots and everything, STEM, uh, and then the, the fund of the police movements and stuff, I mean, it's getting crazy out there. I mean, who, who in their right mind thinks it would be a good idea to, let's say, let's just, in a hypothetical world, uh, abolish a police, uh, um, a police department from a city completely, right? Because when you hear some of these talkers in some of these cities and some of these... Um, um, I don't know, influencers, community influencers, whatever, they talk about defending the police and that the police are like the uh, uh, stormtroopers and all this stuff, right? But the police is, is the shield that they wear on their, on, their, on their uniform represents the law. They are the... Um, they are the administrators... Dang it, not even the administrators. The, the police is the law, okay? And, uh, you know, we're not going to get into whatever, but police is representative of what the laws. So if I smash a window in front of a cop, hey, what are you doing, guy? And he's going to put the cuffs on me and say, yeah, I saw him smash a window, judge. Oh, man. Okay, so the judge is going to say, you smash that window, you know what, you're going to pay for it, I'm going to put you one year on probation. Right? That's the law. That's how law works. They can't be there in every instance, so in other, there's other instances where we have to defend ourselves or whatever, that's why we have cameras, that's why we have cell phone cameras, I have security cameras at home, you know, all of the guys, you know, also, I'm sure you guys out there probably have some sort of security. See? Why? Law and order. All right. So, uh, we have a friend, um, hold on, so law and order, uh, I want to play something for you guys, Ami Horowitz, um, he is a man, he is a badass dude, this dude got balls, he's an underground guy, he'll take his cameras, uh, into where there's riots or whatever, and you know, he'll ask, 
questions and stuff and um uh, he he has a video that that he released uh, a couple weeks ago from inside um the riots in portland at the um at the government courthouse now remember we're talking about law and 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 what was going on here specifically is is this federal courthouse where law is administered the courthouse where law is administered you're guilty you're innocent there's people being held there uh, you know every every federal courthouse has some sort of detaining center on it near it you know there's people there there's clerks there's your average average folks in there who might be republican who might be democrat who whatever in that building janitors hispanics immigrants whoever the fuck does these jobs Americans, whoever, people in there, in those buildings. And when there's a mob outside trying to burn it down. So remember earlier, their rights end where the rights of the people in the building, the... Um, uh, the sovereignty of the building itself, right? The jurisdiction of the of the federal courthouse, right? Those things, right? It's the same concept, right? All right, so we got um, Ami Horowitz. He is a great, you know, I don't I don't do Twitter, but y'all can find him on Twitter, um, YouTube and stuff. This dude is great. Este, he he goes in there, and I, so we're gonna look at it. Then we'll have uh, some commentary. I might pause it. It's just a few minutes long, but uh, let's go through it and and so we can hear what he says, and then uh, I'll give you some my um some of my thoughts on what's going on. Um, so this is again Ami Horowitz uh, inside Portland. I'm Ami Horowitz, and chaos is breaking out in Portland, which means we're gonna go check it out. For weeks, Portland has seen Black Lives Matter protests nightly in front of the federal courthouse. The mainstream media would have you think that these protests are peaceful and they simply want to stop police brutality. Nothing could be further from the truth. Many of them were hardcore rioters who were using pipes, hammers, and even golf clubs to break down the protective shielding of the building and to bust through. They repeatedly used incendiary devices in order to create multiple fires in the hope of burning the building down and everyone inside. Despite what the media would have you believe, the crowd continuously urged them to continue their mayhem. And I did not observe a single protester discouraging the rioters from what they were doing. Only when the federal building was in danger of burning down and its occupants were threatened did the federal officers come out to extinguish the threat and did so as humanely as possible using tear gas, pepper spray, and other non-lethal means. Even Just real quick, sorry, didn't want to interrupt, but uh, so mind you, I'm watching the footage here, and so these guys, black clad, you know, the hardcore Antifa people, fires everywhere, dude. And then when the cops come out to turn these big, huge fires right in front of the doors and stuff, you know, they they set up a quick perimeter, and then some come with the extinguishers and their, you know, pepper spray or whatever. Uh, but it's very, it's, I mean, dude, and I'll put the link uh, to these videos also uh, on the description, but let's keep going. After they were attacked with glass, bottles, and rocks. At one point, I was hit by a propelled gas canister. There were groups of people interrogating journalists. They warned me that if I portrayed the protesters in a negative light, I would face street justice. And after being recognized, I was pelted with broken glass. 
In the words of the protesters that I spoke to, the goal of these protests is to encourage societal breakdown so that it could be rebuilt in their own warped image. We haven't declared a revolutionary war. Is that what we need to do? I strongly feel like we do. Do you think cast? My bad. This dude's like a fucking dork. Fucking goofy ass nigga. I think we need a man. Shut the fuck up, whole ass nigga. A good tool in order to reshuffle the deck. It's become a useful tool. Chaos as a complete reboot. So do you think that organized chaos will work? Yep. Yes. Yes. Keyword, organized chaos. I think uh, it could be used as a tool. Should we be able to use that chaos to tear down the system and then to ultimately rebuild it? I believe so. Yeah. Is it time for us to end the American experiment? And start all over again? Definitely. It's, we failed as, as an American experiment needs to be addressed. Is it time to end the American experiment and then start all over again? I think that we have to burn it down. Do you think it's time to end the American experiment? Yes. Uh, yeah. Well, okay, real quick. Just something I'm realizing <laughs> now. It's pretty clear, but not that it matters to me or to you guys. But these are all white kids. All of these people, they're covered, their, their face is covered, but you can tell that uh, there was a, out of, out of all the people he's been asking, there was a couple that were, that were black, a lady and a man. But all of these are young, college age, uh, um, Anglo-American kids. And notice what they're saying, burn it down, all this. All right, remember we talked about burning books? Go back to the episode of Burning Books. I think it was 32. If, if not, just look, scroll down. It's called Burning Books, where I broke down the Communist Manifesto and who these people are. See, these people here, specifically in here in Portland, the ones that are burning uh, and all that, see, those are anarchists, see? And they're, they try to, they're, try, they're trying to uh, portray themselves under the banner of Black Lives Matter and police brutality and stuff, but no, they're anarchists. They're clearly stating it, right? Okay, let's go. It is time to end it. Do we need violence as a yes. tool? Yes. Yes. You gotta have violence. Do you think that violence is a legitimate tool in order to make change? There's different. There's four levels of protest. Looting and rioting is part of being protesting. So yes, I do agree that it needs to be there. Do you think that violence like that is a proper response? I think that response is an outcry of being silenced for way too long. Not everyone that night felt the same way as... Bro, wait till you hear this guy. So this is an this is an African-American dude. He's an OG. I don't know. He looks maybe about 35 or something. But check him out. See, he, he says it all. But just go ahead. The majority of protesters. I, I don't know no black folks is throwing mortars and shit. I don't know no black folks is throwing bombs over the fence. I have nothing to do with us. That don't have nothing to do with us. What, what, what you gonna do if you're 90 years old and you're out there going, hey, hey, and then you throw a bomb, some kid throw a bomb in there, trying to be cute like that. And when they come out and they're pissed, and then people will say, look, you see what they did? No, bro, they didn't do nothing. You're going in their dwelling. They're protecting their dwelling. Yeah, and then when, when everybody gets to go home, we stay black, homie, and we get blamed for your black life. Man, that's the realest ever. I, 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 this is bullshit. We got two percent black people out here too. Two percent. Two. Two percent. What does that say? What's that say? It says um. 
Y'all don't know what you for. Y'all believe y'all really know what you're fighting for. I don't. But this is us taking the high road. This is us not creating groups to to kill off and assassinate uh, the people that are doing the same to us. This is us just trying to create a world filled with love and kill off the hate. Good lord. Well, I mean, you know. <clears throat> What we try to do here is, you know, we want to think logically, right? We want to think things through, you know, and some of these ideas and some of these things that these folks were saying, I mean, there is no logic to them. And then she closes out the, well, they close out the video with the girl saying, we want to bring love and everything. And and I swear, right behind her, there's pandemonium behind her while she's talking, you know? And like I said, a bunch of young, college age, um, uh, you know, kids or whatever out there doing most of the the destruction and stuff. And did you hear how he was threatened and then they recognized him? He got lucky to get out of there because, look, these people are organized. They have organization skills. They have ways to communicate. They know who these guys are who try to who try to sneak in, you know. But luckily with the COVID and shit, he went in on put on a mask. And then he had no problem speaking to people, you know, that's the, but he, he's literally putting his life in danger by being so close to the action. And he's not the only one, uh, um, uh, Andy, no NGO, I forgive me. I don't know how to pronounce the, the last part, the last name, but he does the same thing. He got attacked by these cowards, cowards, mob rule. See? No, your life, your liberty, your property, right? Doesn't matter when there's a mob, when there's no order, when there's anarchy. So these kids who think it's a good idea, right? Oh, the American experiment has failed. Fucking, dude, you're fucking 20 years old. What have you done? What have you experienced? You don't know shit. Fucking whippersnapper, chill the fuck out. The American experiment has failed. Fucking dude, man, there is no logic. There's no logic behind any of these, uh, any of these ideas that they, they, they were saying. And then the whole defund the, the, dude, oh man, I see, I, I am cynical. See, people think, I, I see a bigger picture. There's something, and see, not conspiracy shit, but look. All of a sudden, why is there an attack on all forms of uh, law enforcement, right? Uh, federal officers, ICE. ICE doesn't just protect the border. ICE does all kinds of stuff. They, 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 uh, the ones that stop human trafficking, and they do investigations into those type of things. So does the Secret Service. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, look, look how ridiculous these ideas are about defunding law enforcement. Even if it's at the local level, they do the same type of thing. Who do you think investigates um, if there's um, uh, um, uh, some traf- some human trafficking going on in the city? Who do you think investigates that? The Dallas uh, Police Department or the Fort Worth Police Department or wherever. You want to defund that? See how these things don't work when we break them down? That's the way we need to start thinking. And that's what we do here at Thesis. Because... The Socratic method shows us that as we ask questions, as we analyze, as we break things down, then we get a better sense of what things and how things are supposed to be. 
The reason why I started when I talked about the law and John Stuart Mill and Frederick Bastiat and all, and all that is to give us a sense of, 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 of where we're starting from. The word fundamental means beginning. Um, that's the foundation where you start something. The foundation of a house, of a building, of a structure is that first big rock, stone, whatever, that's going to hold everything else up. Fundamentals, the law, order, right? Protection of property and people. People are getting hurt out there. Look. Force has to be met with force. It's not my fault that certain folks out there, if they get their eyes shot out or they get hit in the head with a fucking uh, smoke bomb or whatever the fuck, right? Rubber bullets or whatever the fuck's going on out there. Tasers and water hoses or whatever. <laughs> no, they didn't use water hoses. <laughs> but, you know, if they're using dogs or whatever the fuck they're using to quell some of this this um, disorder, dude, that's how you... Force has to be met with force. And if you got your head cracked in... Because you're a young buck and you're out there because you think you want to bring some sort of revolution? You think this is the moment to fight? I don't feel bad for you, bro. I do not feel bad for you. That old fucking man that got pushed over and everybody was like, how, how could they? Man, fuck him and his mother. Dude, he was standing there for, dude, the, the, there was a longer video. He was fucking fucking with them for the longest time. Something like 10 minutes. He, they kept, the, he kept being, berating them, whatever. Over and over and over. So when the line started moving, he didn't move. He got pushed over, got his shit cracked. Do I feel bad for him? Fuck his mother. Why the fuck would I feel bad for him? Cocksucker should have been at home. All of a sudden, I'm supposed to feel bad? That's why these things need to be settled amongst us here. Amongst each other. But if you're fucking bitter, if you're... Mad about whatever the fuck and you put it and you you want to take it out on the world. If your mentality is fuck the world, well, fuck you, man. Your liberties end where my begin. And I know that and I realize that and I want you to know that. And I know my guys know that. I know Dean knows that. I know all of you guys out there know that. That's why you carry. That's why you stay strapped. That's why you got surveillance at your houses. That's why y'all got guns. That's why you got that AR, Mario, to protect your house and your family. Just in case some fucking motherfucking crazy asshole wants to come and do some shit, you have the upper hand, hopefully. Or at least it'll be an even fight. And you see, this shit translates from us here in the neighborhood to the city trying to defend the city, to a state trying to defend itself, to whatever, the government, whatever. Same thing. This, this pandemonium has to stop and it has to be met with force. You know, everything is not political. Everything doesn't have to do with the fucking president or whatever the fucking parties or whatever. Quell the fucking disorder. Quell the disorder. Punish motherfuckers. You know, arrest people who have broken the law because I'll tell you what, if your ass went out there and to the 
downtown right now to the federal building in downtown and smash the window, guess what, motherfucker? You're going to get arrested and you're going to go to jail and you're going to get prosecuted as well as you should. So what makes the difference between me doing that right now and the people who are doing it presently or the days prior in Portland or wherever the fuck? Statues or whatever. Cop cars. All of it. You should not be okay with this behavior. Oh, but sometimes, you know, sometimes in society, you know, a message has to be sent. Yeah, the message was sent that you're a stupid asshole. That you're a stupid motherfucker who's... Bro, for real. If you're out there fucking shit up and you get shot, you know, it's the way it works. That's what nature does. That's what nature says. Go, go into a, 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 that little island where that dude thought he could bring Christianity to them, to them natives and they fucking beheaded him and shit. Nigga, when the helicopter comes by, they're fucking throwing spears at the helicopter. Go, go encroach in their, uh, go encroach where their liberty begins with your shit. See what nature says. See if nature doesn't fucking kick you in the face. Law and order, people. They fund the police. My goodness. And then, these people, they think they're so smart. Dude, here's the problem. If they think you're stupid, these brainiacs, these intelligentsia, these professors, these whoever the fuck these people think they are. Oh, they have PhDs and blah, blah, blah. Roll up that PhD and shove it up your ass. Because it doesn't do shit. It doesn't, dude, they think you're stupid. You know? I see explanations on what defund the police means. I've seen some on, on my feed. No, defund the police doesn't mean cancel the, you know, like close the whole police department. It means put more money aside for mental Ill- You know what I'm saying? What the fucking kind of dumbass ridiculous shit is that? That is not what the police is for. And, and nor should their budget go to any of that. Let the city deal with those things. That's something that the city can do on its own. Not the police department. These are police officers. These things are these things are crazy. I mean, it, these things just don't make no sense. Okay, they don't make no sense. <clears throat> and uh, it 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 isn't. It's not that it upsets me. It's just that since I do so much studying, it's so clear to me. So when I see it, I'm like, oh my god. And then, and I think, how can I explain this? I mean, we went over uh, what you know on the socials. You can't explain shit on the socials, so why even try there? So I, you know, I come here to try to break some of these ideas down because they're they're important. They mean something. They these things these these things have to work. Society, in order for society to continue, these things have to. Um, Work together. All of these different different parts, law, order, rules, the way we treat each other, um, the balance between the uh, powers of, of what the law says that you can and can't do. Those things are important. And we need to look at those things. It's crazy. Like, does nobody care? Does nobody see that stuff or whatever? I mean, like, does nobody care? It's, it's, it's wild, man. It, it blows my mind. It blows my mind because I see it. I care. I want to know. I want to share with you guys 
my ideas on some of this stuff because it goes much, it goes way deeper than what they tell you on the TV or a meme or a 250 characters or whatever the fuck Twitter is. Why do you think it's limited to 250 characters? Why? Because they want you to be fucking stupid. You can't get ideas across in whatever amount of fucking characters that is. What was that like two sentences? Bitch. Come on, man. We're smarter than that, man. And that's why we're here. And that's what we're doing here. That's the reason why I got all these books laid out in front of me. That's the reason why I'm hanging out with you on this beautiful fucking Sunday afternoon in the devil's nutsack here in Texas where it was a fucking thousand degrees. It's still a thousand degrees, but I'm in the shade anyhow. But that's why we're here because I love this. And someone needs to say it. And there's folks out there, they say everybody says it in their own ways, but this is this is my interpretation. <laughs> Mark Levin says, you haven't heard my interpretation. Well, this is my interpretation too. You know, not that it really means that or matters much, but, you know, I like getting philosophical with things and I want to dig in a little bit too. You know, this whole defund the police movement. Oh my God, that is something. Like, my goodness. You know, so they say, like, defund the police and things will be better because the police just kill blacks and, you know, all this stuff. And, uh, you know, I think when you ask the normal common folk in the neighborhood, like, look, not that it matters, but look, I'm Hispanic, right? I live in the hood. My neighbors are black. I have, uh, there's, there's some white folks that live, you know, we're a mixed, a mixed group of folks here, Right? And we all, we're all pretty similar, middle class folks, you know. I don't think any of my neighbors think it's a good idea to defund the police. I mean, here in my neighborhood, you hear gunshots every, every night. I mean, I don't know if, probably in some occasions on the background when I'm here, you hear gunshots. <laughs> I mean, one, not funny, but one came through my, a bullet came through my wall at the house. Um, I don't know, about a year ago. Uh, and... I mean, literally from my bed to where I'm laying down, five feet from there, you know, um, you know, the slight, slight change in trajectory, angle, whatever, I bullet could have had my name on it. I was laying down on the bed. So, you know, yeah, why, why would we want, you know, to cut funding? You know, and then especially in some some theoretical, no, uh, you know, for for uh, mental health. Yeah, the police is supposed to be in charge of mental health. The fuck kind of shit? Come on, man. We're smarter than that. Remember, they think you're stupid. That's why they talk double speak and they try to throw ideas out that are very low resolution. That's something you could get behind. Yeah, defund the police. Yeah. What does it mean, though? Right. What, what is that? How does that look? How does that translate? It's the real question, but it's a question that, that, that these intelligent, intelligentsia people out there, these whatever, whoever they are, don't want you to ask those questions. Why? Because Socratic method. The more questions you ask, the better understanding you'll get, which will lead you to a proper answer, response, or understanding of whatever it is you're examining. Okay? That's why we ask questions, all right? So speaking of questions, we're going to go back to Ami, our friend, Ami Horowitz. Um, and he did, he did just this. He went into the neighborhood uh, and different um, parts of the city uh, 
and ask people some of these questions about defunding the police. Now, mind you, look, friends, y'all know I don't like I do not like talking this way, because because talking about you know white you know this this is the thing is this is something we want to get away from, but look, we can't get away from it because it is constantly thrown in our face. So, like for instance, um, uh, a lot of these folks that were at the you know at the riot and stuff, you know, and it was supposed to be something like a quote unquote Black Lives Matter riot. They're all white kids. Not that it matters, but you know, they the the the, the radical left type people, these professors or whoever the people is that's behind all of this craziness, always want to point to race, right? The white cop beat up the black kid or killed the black guy. Right. It's always the white people are bad. Everybody else is good. Right. Systemic racism. That means white people, uh, white privilege. That means white people are racist. See, this is not the way a um, logical mind thinks. Right. But I just wanted to point it out to you that a lot of these these kids out there are white. You can see it. Not that it matters, but just I mean. So, see, there's something going on here. Whatever. Fuck. I'm just pointing it out. I don't know why, but who gives a fuck? That doesn't matter. So, so um, it gives us an idea. Um, it gives us some idea. It gives me a, a lot of idea, but it, it should give us an idea of, of who and why maybe to be able to try to understand these folks a little bit. Anyway, let's go to Ami and see, see what he got going on when he asked uh, people about defunding the police. And this is very interesting, and it's really good. He does a great job. Again, I will put the description, um, the link in the description. He's a good guy. Um, so let's see what he got for us here. I'm Ami Horowitz, and there are many on the left who want to abolish the police, feeling that communities of color will be better off without them. Abolishing the police has entered the realm of normative debate. Even the wife of New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio supports it. Really? How much better off would the black community be if we dismantled the police? Uh, I, I think infinitely, honestly. How much better off would the, would the black community be if we separated the police from them? How much better off would we all be? I'd rather have something that doesn't work without them than what we currently have, which is something that doesn't work with them. Real quick, not that it matters, but all white people. Okay, notice these folks. Anyhow, we're not gonna analyze them, but here we go. White folks. It doesn't matter, but just so you know, the police should go back to being, you know, members of the community. Abolish the police. Absolutely. I think that they are disgusting. Policing in this country is about keeping black people down. They're, they're monsters. I hate the police. Police arose out of slave catching patrols. The police are an occupying army. Like, I just f***ing hate the police and everything that they stand for. How do people you think feel like in East Harlem about the NYPD? I Probably the same way I feel about them, you know? I, I, I probably worse. How much rage is there on the streets against the police these days by the black community? A ton now, but I think there always has been a lot for good reason. Fair to say the police harm more than they help. Yeah. So I decided to go see the rage on the streets firsthand. Now, real quick, I just wanted to point out, right? So, it doesn't matter with their skin color. But see, look. Dang, I don't want to analyze them, but I have to. I want to. I feel an urge to. <laughs> Sorry. But look. 
um, I'm sure these folks behave, you know, on their normal lives. They, I'm sure they don't go around punching people in the face and robbing people or whatever. So they probably, for the most part, have very limited interaction with police, right? Because they probably live pretty properly, I'm assuming. I mean, that one guy that was like, I hate the police. Dude, he looked like a surfer, which is fine. But why do you hate the cops? What, are they, what have they done to you? You know, right? So these ideas, um, and it even seems, unfortunately, when you watch the video, if you watch the video, it seems like, so see, they don't know who this guy is, right? And he's, he is, um, I believe he's Jewish, right? I would, yeah. So, so I'm, I'm thinking they don't know, you know, like they see him come up with this question about defunding the police. And in some ways it seems like they feel, or it's something that's happening naturally, like these answers have, are kind of automatic. Like, no, of course. Yeah, no, yeah, you know. They hurt, they hurt more than they, do. you know, like these things seem kind of rote almost even, you know, like, like, remember when I say don't pop off, like when you say stuff quickly and don't think about it, you know, it seems, it seems something like that. They feel as though this is the response that the inner, the guy asking the questions is looking for, you know, because, uh oh, this is the sentiment at the moment. Oh, should I, should I oppose the sentiment? Or should I, you know, so it also shows weakness, you know, lack of uh, balls, you know what I'm saying? Because the lack of, of balls for them to say, no, 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 what the fuck, you know, what the fuck, who, who? you know, but no, quick surrender, sure, oh, well, they cause more, well, I hate the car, fuck, <laughs> bro, you know, and like I said, good, if they've never had interactions with the bad interaction with the cops or whatever whatsoever, good, that means you're living a good life. That means you're living as properly as possible where you're not fucking shit up where you need to be interacting with the cops, okay? But notice how they answer like, like, oh, no, yeah, you know. So what Ami does is then now he goes to the hood and now he's going to talk to black folks. And let's see what they say about this. So I'm here in Harlem on Malcolm X Boulevard to ask the people, is this true? What do you think of the people who say, oh, your community will be better off if there was no police. I think they're I think they're, they're being somewhat dangerous. How dangerous do you think it would make this neighborhood if that was the case? Very dangerous, because it would be crazy. People would be just going crazy, you know what I mean? It'd be worse than what it is. Robbery, looting, raping, murder. You know? I think there was a movie like that. I think it was called The Purge. What would you think would happen in this community if they looked to abolish the police? It would be happening. Abolishing the NYPD, that'd be suicide. But yes, they're needed. I uh, I put for them to be here. There's too many criminals out here, man. Are you kidding me? I wouldn't feel safe. No, we need old control right in the city. So yeah, I think the, OG, the police, right? OG too. the police are necessary. We need them here. We need them. But you need the police to police the land, man, and the people, you know? I have family members that are police. I respect the police. I would not want to see a lawless dog. Society. My son, he's eight now. He wants to be a police. I want to push him to be a police. Would you say the relationship between the community and NYPD are pretty good? Bad? I would say uh, it's pretty good. Because all police officers are not bad. You know, you got some of them that really care about the people and really want to help the people. And I think they're invested in the community. Um, I support the police. I don't support police brutality, but I support the police. That's the word from the OGs. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Jeez. 
You know, and, and so see, this is the thing. This is the thing is that so when, when we hear people talking to us about certain things that, it, we have to distinguish when someone on the TV or on our screen or on our feed or whatever is trying to tell us something like how we should think or something. It is so odd. Because I don't agree with defunding the police. Not, not one bit. And then you heard it from some of these citizens from Brooklyn or uh, I think they were in Brooklyn. Este, or Harlem. They're like, no, it's ridiculous. They understand. You know, because the stuff, when, when you hear people talk about defund the police, these are folks, you know, who live in an upper middle class. Maybe, you know, they're safe. They live in wherever the fuck and they're safe away from the inner city where there is gangs and when there is where there is drugs and violence. You know, up in the suburbs, it's safe and like, hell yeah, dude, great. Move out of the city. I mean, that's something that I think a lot of the people um, in the inner city kind of wish to do. Why? Because we know that it's safer up in Frisco, in McKinney. We know it's safer out in the in the suburbs. You know? And there's nothing wrong with that, no matter the skin color. Because now you're hearing a lot of this other dumb shit about the suburbs, how they're racist. Racist by allowing, you know, and here's the thing, it's a stupid language and I don't like to use, but by allowing people of color, right, from the inner cities to escape the, the, the drugs and the gangs and the violence to somewhere safe where they can raise their family and their kids can go to a safe school. What's racist about that? Who's, who's stopping that? See, these people that are on here constantly beating this drum of racism, of the police are racist, and we should defund the cops, and that the suburbs are racist, and racism, and racism, and racism. They're the fucking racist. Those radical left, what would be the end game? Let's, let's, let's push forward, okay? Fine. White people are racist, okay? Every, everything. White people are racist, you know, because in some way or another, they benefited from their privilege because of slavery or whatever. Okay, fine. Okay, let's push it all the way. They're guilty, all right? We, the American people, find you guilty white people, okay? Now, you out there, radical leftists, what is the punishment? What should be the punishment for the white people, huh? Remove all their property, okay? Because you do hear a lot about this from politicians talking about the rich and why do they have so much property and blah, blah, blah. And Marx, of course, talks about removing property from people because you can't have, you can't own property in a, in a, uh, an, in a utopia, in a Marxist utopia, right? So you hear these politicians talking about rich people, right? Rich white people in the suburbs, right? Okay, but oh, wait, wait, wait. We found you guilty. All right, so... Uh, one of the punishments, well, we should remove all their property, right? Wow, that's not enough, man. Because what they've caused, what their skin has caused throughout the ages, right? The white European uh, patriarchy, blah, 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 right? Guilty as fuck, man, for slavery, right? Guilty as fuck for, for killing the Indians, right? All of it, right? Okay, so... We can't just take their fucking property. Why? I mean, that's not enough. That's not enough. Maybe we should put them to work. Right? Fuck it. Let's put them to work the way they put slaves to work back in the day, you know, 200 years ago. 
um, let's put them to work for free. You know, so so to remind them, right, of of what their skin color has caused to the world and to America, right? Because it's not just enough taking their property, right? All right, so let's put their asses to work for free. Fuck that. They're guilty. We found them guilty. But you know what? There's gonna there's gonna be a lot of extra people who we can't fill. You know, so I mean, in the fields, okay, we'll put them in the fields. Uh, and, and but then some are gonna have to go to prisons because you know there's only a, a certain amount of labor force that you need to do whatever the fuck that you're doing by punishing them. So you're gonna have to put some of them in prison. So you should probably make some camps specifically for the white people, right? Because you want to keep them separated since they're such a poison to society. Since they have been such a poison to society uh, since uh, whatever, right? Since European uh, colonialism and blah, 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 right? Since they're such a poison, then we should we should probably separate them from society. Put them in their own little ghettos or, or something, right? With a wall around it. And hey, y'all just stay in there. Or if they're unruly, let's throw them in prison. Or we should make little camps outside of the cities, like away from everybody else, like their own little cities, you know, where they can just there and we'll put them to work. And I mean, and whatever the fuck, right? Just away because they're they're cockroaches. They're whatever. Right. 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 And of course, I mean, you know, we, we might be able to feed them or not, but whatever. Who cares? They're white. Look at all the damage they've caused throughout the world. Who cares if a few of them die, right? Right? Does that sound familiar to you? Does that sound like anything you have heard of in history class? On the History Channel? Anything like that? No? Maybe? That is the reason why. That is the reason why. Seems to have, in recent times, been a, I don't know, man, like a movement against free thinking or something, or thinking outside of the box or something. Because look, look at the rational conclusion that we got to just by following a few steps. Look where we ended up. We ended up at fucking Auschwitz. Just by following a few steps of what the trajectory, the trajectory that we are on right now. Now, luckily, this, this idealism, this far radical leftist, anarchaic, uh, uh, um, ideals are, are from a minority of, of people. I don't mean minorities, a minority of people. But they have very loud voices and they are very active. We've broken all that shit down. Very loud minority of people. So, I believe and I truly believe in the American people, the American spirit, that folks are not going to put up with this much longer if certain cities whether minneapolis seattle portland whatever uh la 
certain cities already starting to defund their police departments. Este, if, if certain cities and jurisdictions start deciding to do that, the people are going to fucking rise up because their tax dollars are meant to go to public services, which one of the public services is making sure that there is law and order. And the people are not going to put up with this shit. This is the kind of shit that causes uprisings. Not, not, not a, a, a cop uh, killing some unarmed person. No. Stuff happens, but those aren't uprisings, man. That's just fucking bullshit when that happens. But when you fucking take away the police from law-abiding citizens, you best believe you're going to get a reaction. And it's not going to be the reaction that you want. And guess what? City council people or 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 uh, county seats, whoever these jurisdictions are that are you know cutting their their funding for their police departments. Don't be surprised when you have a mob, but a righteous mob outside your door. Song Zhu says it very clearly. Well, not that too clearly. You have to get philosophical to understand it. But the the army, you know, for the, um, I'm not going to quote it exactly, but the army that is fighting for the righteous law, which we can translate into, you know, of course, righteous law, law and order, right? They are fighting for good, right? So that when the people rise up because there's no order in the city, that group of people are fighting under a righteous banner compared to, let's say, the anarchists who their banner is not a righteous banner, you know, so they can easily lose. But when you're fighting an army under a righteous battle, oh, man, believe they're going to put up a fight. That's natural law. Sun Tzu, Sun Tzu explains it, you know. Sun Tzu explains it. Philosophy in the Bible. All of these things explain it. Plato's Republic, all of it. But see, you don't know, if you don't know, that's why we need to study. That's why we need to keep digging and learning and asking questions because these things will be revealed to us by learning. I didn't just come up with any with all of these things and these, these ideas and these concepts. No, that is the reason why I broke it down from the beginning because it's, a, it's so much more. There's so much more to it. We need bigger, better um, um, images in our mind of what it is that we're looking at. Whether it's a movement, whether it's whatever the fuck, right? Remember I talk about low resolution thoughts, images in our mind, low resolution. We want to go high resolution because we want to see, we want to be able to see and look at all these <clears throat> different aspects of what's going on. And, we, and, see, and see, the way we were, we were able to, the way we are able together to break these things down as we go through it, right? We go through it asking questions and like, what about this? What about that? What happens if this? What happens if that? Let's theorize. Let's theoretical a little bit. Let's look at where we're going. Let's look at trajectories. Let's look at targets. If the target is defund the police, right? That's the target. So what happens when you hit that target? What's the repercussions? What are the ramifications of, let's say, removing an entire police department from, um, from the city, right? If you're low-minded, uh, low-resolution-minded, 
You're not going to care what happens after that because you don't think in those terms. You think, defund the police because they are bad, so then that means it's a good thing because your mind thinks too small. You want to think bigger because when you start thinking bigger, then the next you go to the next step. Okay, what does that mean now, right? And that's what we want to do. That's what you have to do out there. Nobody, this is something that is not taught in schools. This is something that is taught through some folks on YouTube and inspirational speakers and stuff. Because they have, because they have found, they have found it. They have found that fountain, right? That spring of, uh, of knowledge. Something like that. And they want to share it. And in and, and, and each one of these people, you know, from Jocko to Jordan to everybody, you know, that does this kind of insp- insp- inspiring speaking of about, your, you know, about yourself and strength and all these things is that they all do it in their own way. You know? We all have our own way of, of being able. We all have our own talents, right? You have a talent that can be utilized for good, right? All kinds of ways. If you can draw, you can make... I mean, there's the, the possibilities are endless. Some people can sing. Some people can rap. Some people can speak. I don't consider myself a great speaker, but, you know, I'm, I'm getting better at it. But that's one of my talents. Is, is is speaking and thinking ideas through and trying to break it down and you know I, I I think I I like to think on my feet you know like this whole show has been freestyled I mean before the show I scanned some of my books right so I don't have notes I don't have an outline I don't know how I'm, I'm gonna come on here and do my show all of my shows are like that sometimes I have an idea now yes with play-doh and then I, I was digging in I had a couple notes and stuff like that so sometimes I do, but when we talk like this, we're freestyling, baby. We're flowing like that spring of water. You know, I had an idea. I saw the video of Ami Horowitz, and I said, you know what? And I've been wanting to talk about law and order. And I said, okay, this is what we're going to do today. So I gathered my things together, and I said, let's do it. And here we are. I like think, you know, I try my best to think on my feet. Boom, 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 on the move, you know, freestyling with the flow. I'm in the flow, you know, right now. With the books and everything. That's why I I tell you and I say that uh, knowledge is like ammunition. It really is. It truly is because look, boom, uh, John Stuart Mill, boom, right? Frederick Bastia, this one says that, this one says that, this, this, this. Ammunition for the mind, baby. We, we, you know, carry your strap. Good. But arm yourself. A key. Inside. Inside your mind. Because look how much clearer the world looks when we break things down. Look how much more clear we can see some of these ideas of what's going on right now in society. And the reason we're looking at some of these things is because it's a perfect um, uh, lesson that we can look at because it's right in front of us, right? We spoke about this. It's right in front of us. We can examine it. We can break it down and, 
and then I try to figure out a formula, nah, not even a formula because like I said, we're freestyling, but of ways to put some of these ideas together and bring them to you and say, look, look at what's happening here on the TV screen, right? And then on the news or in Portland or whatever, and then let's go back. Let's go back to, to what it says, you know, to what John Stuart Mill said. Let's go back to what Frederick Bastiat said. Let's go back to what, what Socrates said. You know what I'm saying? That's what it is. That's ammunition, baby. That's 50 cal shit, man. Fuck. Low resolution ass motherfuckers trying to come at me with some low resolution ass shit. Nigga, I got the big guns, baby. I got the fucking jets. I got all that shit. Come at me with some low resolution fucking garbage. And the good thing is, see, I would take that opportunity to use it as a teaching method. You know, if that person is really willing to listen and to and to, you know, have a conversation about certain things. But if they're not willing to listen, then, hey, you know, right. And then they come with some with some other bullshit then we're going to be tussling. <laughs> and we're going to be fucking tussling, man. So that's why, you know. Ammo, different types of ammo, ammunition, for your gun, of course, make sure you got plenty of ammo, because when the shit hits the fan, you're not going to be able to get ammo, so it's okay, stock some up in the garage or whatever the fuck, buy it often, you know, stock up, ammo, body, strength, right, your your muscles, you know, your legs, you got to be able to move around, you got to be able to throw some chingasos and shit, or if you can't throw chingasos, be able to move, move, shake and move, baby, run, fuck it, there's no, hey, if you're being attacked by two or three motherfuckers, and you can get, you can scatter, you rather look like a chicken because you were running, or get your fucking ass, uh, get your, get your face pounded, <laughs> get your ass kicked all over the place, which one would you rather do, I think I would prefer uh, to, to, you know, run, I'll run, hey, chase me, bitch, I hope you can run uh, 15 plus miles, motherfucker. I doubt it. <laughs> so, strength, right? Another ammo. Body, muscles, strength. Ammo. Next line of ammo. Mind. Load yourself up with ammunition. There's great teachers out there. So many great teachers that are way beyond these modern, you know, philosophers and shit. You know, some of these people that are on TV... Dude, they're so smug. You can tell by the way they talk to you that they think they're smarter than you. By using big fancy words and blah, 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 like Eric Dyson. This guy is a clown. Man, dude, I'll drop your bitch ass, punk ass. You're a fucking, you're a professor of this and that. And then you, the way you talk to people and disrespect people, the way you disrespected my man Jordan Peterson at that forum, at that Soho forum or whatever it was. Dude, you're a fucking clown, man. I, I hardly, I didn't respect you before. But when I saw that, I lost all respect for this clown. Eric Dyson, you're a joke, man. And the way you, when the way Eric Dyson speaks to people, he's the kind of guy that thinks he's smarter than you because of the way he speaks to you. I'm smarter than you and I use big fancy words and blah, blah, blah. Shove it up your ass, homeboy. Come at me, right? So, you, as an individual, want to be, uh, you know, maybe not weary, but, but you know, pick wisely who you, who you choose to, to learn from. I go to the classics. You can't go wrong with the classics. Shit. Cicero? Uh, uh, Plato? 
Aristotle, you cannot go wrong. John Stuart Mill, right? John Locke, all of these, you cannot go wrong. You listen to Eric Dyson, it's like, he's going to lead you in the wrong direction. You listen to some of these modern uh, theor- uh, theorists, right? Um, in, in the colleges and all this, and now everything's about skin color and all this. These people think they're smart, and they think that they are smarter than you. So who's really the racist? Let's think about this. Who's really the racist? The white professor who says, oh, black people, you should think this way. Who's the racist? The, 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 the white professor who says, he, who says uh, showing your, your ID at a voting booth is racist? Why? So, 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 Mr. White Professor, are you, and mind you, I don't like speaking this way about white this and white that. Okay, so Mr. Liberal Professor, you're telling me that because of my skin color, I'm too stupid to own some sort of state identific- identification? Who's the racist? Who's the racist? That's uh, soft bigotry. Because look, he is saying you as a black person, he is saying you as a Latino are too stupid to have a, a license, a driver's license or a state ID to show at the booth, at the voting booth. You know, uh, you're too stupid uh, to, to be able to, to, to get up and go to the booth to vote. You know, and all these things is like, bro, what the fuck, man? Pay attention to this stuff because they are telling you in their words what their intentions are. They use a lot of doublespeak, but if you clear your mind and step back a little bit, you'll be able to see what is going on, what they're trying to do, the way they speak to you, the way they talk about certain things. You know, this isn't politics. This, this is more uh, actually in, 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 in the way Aristotle talked about politics, you know, the behavior be, be amongst each other. You know what I'm saying? So these intelligentsia, these philosopher kings who want to run society, tell you as a Latino, as a black person, as a minority, as a woman, as a whatever the fuck, is that, hey, you ain't shit because you ain't white. Think about that for a minute. Who is the racist? Who is the racist? The motherfucker that's telling you that you ain't shit, that you're never going to be shit because you are black, because you are Mexican. And that's why the government needs to come in and help you. That's why you need health care. That's why you need public schools. That's why you need this. That's why you need that. That's why you need mental health. All of this shit. Why? Because you are too, um, you're not smart enough to get up off your ass and live a life, a, prop, uh, a proper life, uh, uh, um, you know, a profitable life where you can earn a living, earn your keep, buy a house, raise a family. They think you are too stupid to do that on your own. So they think the government is there and will be there to give you what you can't do for yourself. Who's the fucking racist? Who is the one that's telling you, hey, you can make it. Listen to politicians and just listen to their words. Hey, you can fucking make it. Get your ass up. Work your ass off. Save some money. You can do anything you want. You live in America. You're a motherfucking American. Listen to the politicians who speak to you that way. And then listen to the other other politicians who say, nah, you ain't shit. 
I, I, as a politician, need to give you health care. Because since you ain't shit, since you're brown skin, since you're black, since you're Hispanic, since you're Latino, since you're a woman, since you're a minority, the world is against you and you'll never be able to succeed. So I, as the government, want to give you everything you need. Housing, everything. What do you need? Why? Because I, as a politician, think that you can't make it on your own. Who's the fucking racist? Look at this shit. Look where we're at. Look how we've broken this shit down. Look to where we're at right now. Who is the motherfucking racist people out there? And mind you, some of this is coming from from African Americans. Some of this is coming from Latinos. I mean, we got Lulac. We got uh, Domingo Garcia. We got all these fucking clowns out here talking all this dumb shit. And they're supposed to be some sort of leaders for the Hispanic community. Dude, they don't represent me. They don't represent me one bit. Lulac. None of them. They don't represent me. Now... Think out there, if you're, if you're an African American, think. Listen to the way some of these local uh, politicians, community leaders, listen to the way they speak. Do they represent you? Do they represent your family, your uh, values at home? Listen to those kids, these people that were, these, um, they weren't kids, they were older adults actually. The ones that were talking about, yeah, they fund the police and all this. Dude, <clears throat> listen to how they think about you. Listen. Just listen to their words. Everything gets revealed if you listen close enough. I don't know about you, but I am not, I do not want to be, and I am not, and I'm going to try my best not to be ignorant. I want to learn as much as I can for the same reason, because it is also a uh, it is it is ammunition, but it is, it is also a shield, a defense mechanism no you are wrong because this 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 and this you are wrong because socrates said this this and this you are wrong because the treatise of government says this this and this you are wrong because the declaration of independence says this this and this but if i don't know it how the fuck am i going to defend it how the fuck are you going to defend it how are you going to defend your morals how are you going to defend what you and your family um stand for what your community stand for, how are you going to defend it if you don't know it? So we need to dig in, whether it's our religions or whatever it is, our history, whatever. Dig in. Dig in. Arm yourself. Fucking arm yourself. This battle doesn't... This is, this is a constant thing. This is a constant battle that happens in nature. It's been happening since the dawn of man. It's been happening since men came together into civilization. It's been happening for God knows how many hundreds of thousands of years or whatever the fuck it has happened. And what we are today in the Western world is, um, is the summation of thousands and thousands and thousands of years of civilization, of trying something, of failing, trying the next thing, of failing, of kingdoms, and empires of cities and nations rising and crumbling of progress through technologies and farming. We in the Western world are the result of thousands of years of human uh, experience. 
And then you have people on TV, you have these anarchists, you have these leftists, you have these politicians who want to burn it down. You want to burn down thousands of years? Thousands and thousands of years of experience. That is what they're talking about. Now, if there's Anything worth fighting against, it's that. Because that wants to destroy your family. That wants to destroy your city. That wants to destroy your community. That force wants to destroy everything that you know to be what is. Everything. Fundamental structures, when they say burn it down, when you hear the term fundamentally transform America, remember what we talked about earlier. The fundamentals is the principal idea or the starting point of something, the building, the rock that holds the building underneath it. If I have a house and I have, and I want to change the foundation, the foundation of my house, the fundamental of my house, I have to destroy the house to get to the foundation, to change the foundation and then rebuild the house. So Marx was correct. If you want a new society, yes, you have to destroy the old society just like you have. Why? Because you have to get to the fundamentals. To change the fundamentals, you have to get to the bottom. You have to get to the foundation in order to change that foundation. You have to destroy everything that came before. Just like in the house. If I want to change that foundation because I want, to, I want the house to be laid out different, I have to destroy the house. To get to the foundation in order to change it, in order to rebuild the house. That is metaphorically what these folks on the far radical left, Marxist anarchists, want to do and are trying to do. And they say it, they constantly say it. When they say burn it down, when they say we've a failed system, this is what they're talking about. This is what they're talking about. You think they're going to give a fuck about your property? You think they're going to give a fuck about the safety of your children or your wife or your parents uh, in the old folks home, wherever the fuck? You think these radical mobs are going to care? Hell no. And when these things pop off, first responders, <sighs> y'all know how it is. Something happens, you call 911, it takes time for the police to get there. If somebody's trying to break in, there's minutes. There's time before, if luckily somebody's nearby and they can make the call in time, somebody can get here within a few minutes and catch the people and I, whatever. Fuck. First defense is here with me at home. Front door smashes, somebody comes in. Good Lord. What do you do? Grab your gun, start shooting. Then you call 911. That's the law of nature. That's what nature shows us. That's what society tries to do by putting these laws in, or, in, in, in order, in use to protect you, protect your family, to protect your house from people trying to come in to, de to destroy you, to hurt you or rob you. That's what these laws are for. So if we're talking about anarchists and they're talking about burn down the system, they're talking about fuck these laws that protect you. That's what they're saying. So this, this anarchist leftist movement, destroy, burn it down, fundamentally change, um, um, uh, defund the police, all these movements are poisonous.
They're poisonous. Why? Because the logical um, um, what's the word? Forgive me. The logical end to the trajectory where these things are going is not good. There's plenty of examples throughout history. Look where we ended up earlier. We ended up in the fucking Auschwitz. We ended up in the Gulag systems with what the trajectory was about how do we punish white people, right? That's how it begins. That's how it starts. I always wondered, we always wondered, how the fuck did that shit happen in Germany? That's how it happened. This is how it happened. Because that's the logical trajectory. If we just look forward, I mean, where else the fuck does it lead? Where else the fuck does it lead? Fuck that. I'm not going to be a part of, of this mentality. I'm not going to be a part of, of this um, uh, minority. Remember, I don't mean minority skin color. I mean this minority of, of people who think in this way. And I, I, in my heart, I know that the American people are much more smarter than that. I know that folks, wherever they land, Democrat, Republican, I know there's something that we can all agree on. And one thing that we can agree on that I am more sure of is that policing is important. One thing that we can all agree on, whatever our skin color is, that we need the police to be funded properly. And in some cases, we probably need more police. We understand that. We're not stupid. But look, these, these elite thinking philosopher kings think that Y'all are smart. Y'all are smart. We're not stupid. Okay? They think you're stupid, but you are not stupid. Okay? You are on a um, on a new trajectory. You want to think things through. You want to look at things. You want to ask questions. You're interested in knowing. You have questions. You want to know. You're going to dig. You're going to read. You know? You're going to ask questions. Why not? There's nothing to lose. Everything to gain. Enlightenment. Wisdom. Knowledge. Shit, man. Fucking amazing. Look, we just spent two hours together. We're getting on close to two hours. Talking about something that is very near and dear to me. This is what I love. This is what I love doing. I This time just passed by. It just flew by. Because I love doing this. And I am just so grateful and so honored that I get to do it here with you guys. And like I said last time, is I don't just do it here. This is something that I do in my regular life constantly, you know. When we sit and talk with the guys or whatever, like, this is who I am. You know, this is, this is what I'm about right here. And I just want to do my part. I want to do my part because I know there's something greater than all of this. I know there is you, me, us together, our society our rules uh, our laws <clears throat> our constitution, our rights um, western uh, ideology all of it, western enlightenment all of it, all of it is what we are, is what you are we can't let these people tell us any different man 
this society has failed, all of this. Remember, remember what I said. They're talking about you, man. They're talking about you. When they talk about America, they're talking about you and your children. Whatever the fuck they say, they're talking about you because you are America. These fucking cowards, Antifas, all these punks. They're going to try some stupid shit in Austin. But you know what? As a matter of fact, damn it. As a matter of fact, um, I think Austin defunded their police for some stupid shit. Um, hey, Google. Oh, wait. Sorry. Hey, Google. Austin Police Department defunded. Let's find out what Google has to say. Austin City Council votes to cut police department budget by $150 million. $150 million cut from the Austin City Police Department. Luckily for the people of Austin, is um, since that's the capital of Texas, uh, Governor Abbott has said, you know what, we're going to fill the gap. In the meantime, you know, until the city gets it straight. But uh, believe me, you, um, Governor Abbott and the Department of Public Safety is not going to put up with y'all fucking weasels out there trying to do some shit. You know, yeah, keep Austin weird, but fucking keep your shit in check, man. Don't get your fucking head cracked, okay? Because I'm not going to feel bad. I'm not going to feel bad one bit. All right? Motherfuckers. Anyhow, this is what we are right here. You know, we're, we're, we want to find, we want to find what's good. We want to find what's right. Um, you know, we want to identify it. We want to let it reveal itself to us, right? Don't let me tell you what's right. You know, we're going to dig through things. I'm going to share with you my ideas on these things. And hopefully it sparks a, a, a bit of interest in you, man. You know, the way it did for me years ago. Just this is what we do. Like strengthen your strengthen yourself. It, the time is now to be. I mean, it, the time is always right. Remember, the time is. Uh, I'll start next week. No, the time is now. It's them. It's, it's something that we just have to do. I think it has to be a part of who we are and how we treat, uh, teach our, our our kids. You know, it's just something that we have to do as a society. You know, um, because man, there's movements afoot that can easily turn south and. Um, it doesn't hurt to be prepared somewhat uh, and, and whatever that preparation entails, right? Now, me, I'm, I'm all about, um, it's like intellectual preparedness. I mean, that's my battlefield, you know? So, uh, so, so I'm going to keep at it here. I'm going to keep at it here. I'm, I'm, I'm holding down this, uh, I'll, uh, this part of it, you know? You guys do your part out there, too. And then and together, we'll all do our part, you know, to... We're all going to do our part to sustain and to maintain this beautiful um, society that we live in. A society of laws and order and respect and mutual respect amongst each other. Don't let anybody, don't let, don't be lied to by people on TV that America's racist or whatever. Just look around you, man. How do you treat your neighbors? How do you treat each other? You know, they're lying. They're fucking lying. And they think you're smart. They think you're, they think you're ignorant. They think you're dumb, but you're not. Smarter, okay? You're smarter than that. 
And we're gonna go through this stuff together. As the, and we're, we're one big army and we're just gonna chug along. I wanna welcome uh, all our new listeners. Thank you guys for checking in. Uh, the email is in the description. Uh, please check out our friend Ami Horowitz's videos. He got a lot. Uh, he got good stuff on there. I'll put the link up too. As I want to thank you guys for spending time with me. It means a lot. It really means a lot. Um, because this is this is my platform. This is my outlet to where I can get these ideas out beyond my circle of influence here. You know. Um, so I want to thank you guys. Um, if you did like what you heard, please tell your friends about this show specifically. If you did like this show, share it. Share it with your friends. Tell them about it. Subscribe. Um, I hope you did enjoy um, what you, you know, what you heard today. I had a great time. I always do, and I want to thank you. Like really, it's a, we're a family here, and uh, just thanks for for being here. All right, guys. Um, check in soon. Don't know when I'll have something else up, but just check check back soon, and uh, and uh, we'll get together for a couple hours um, during the week. All right, guys, take care of yourself. Stay safe. Uh, educate your mind, all right? Uh, educate yourself. <laughs> Strengthen your mind. I meant to say educate your mind. Duh. Like educate your face, huh? <laughs> yeah, educate your face. Uh, straight, stay strong, all right? You're smart. I believe in you. Uh, love you, and uh, we'll catch you soon. All right, peace out, guys.